to quote a text message from the one shady of this podcast uh, about one of these movies today. Well, that sure was a movie. It had moving pictures and synchronized sound. Today's movie is Iron Eagle versus Top Gun. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Deja Vu, a podcast that likes to answer the question, did I see the somewhere? From two movie aficionados. Boy, oh, howdy. I, uh, my name is John. I am the Mig that's on your tail. And with me today is my co-host and the flight instructor, Shady. Hi. I tried so hard. It's fine. I tried, I think I tried equally as hard as Iron Eagle did as a movie. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. No, I definitely see, I see that level of effort for sure. Mm -hmm. At least that, you actually might have put more effort in than they did. I think I, I think I did. You know, I did have, (laughs) I did have a tape recorder strapped to my thigh um, (laughs) the whole time. Great. Um, Yes. And the only song that was playing was Highway to the Danger Zone. Um, <laughs> I do play it a lot. Not an Iron Eagle. Uh-huh, the other one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The one people uh, know. So I know at the beginning, I'm, I shared a text message from Shady. So here's one from me to Shady about this. <laughs> um, about Top Gun, where I want to quote it directly. So this is a text message from John to Shady. I really want Maverick and Charlie to kiss while it's raining and take my breath away is playing. I know we, I know on the podcast, we talk about how we text each other, but I just wanted to give, give, you know, our audience a little taste of like where our minds are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say this is my first time watching both movies. This is my third time with Top Gun, I think. Uh, I've never seen Iron Eagle before. I did not. I, I did not know Iron Eagle before this, and well, apparently this is, I should have because it's quite a cult classic. But is it? It's this considered is, a cult classic. Yeah, it's got big fans. Oh fuck, man! That we're gonna piss everyone <laughs> it had, off. It had three sequels, John. That's true. Well, so this is actually a recommendation from a guest on my other podcast life's about a song available everywhere you're listening to this one um <laughs> scott curland came on uh we talked and then i told him you know oh i got this movie comparison one he's like top gun versus iron eagle and i was like done and then <laughs> um i watched them <laughs> and yeah so let's start with you know the little backgrounds of these yeah. <laughs> iron eagle came out on january 17th 1986 not a good year uh, it was written by Kevin Allen Elders and Sidney J. Fury, directed by Sidney J. Fury. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 20% splat rating, and Metacritic gave it a 41 out of a hundo. That's out of nine reviews. One was positive, three were mixed, five were negative. Wow. 
And according to IMDb, a young pilot plans a rescue mission when his father, an Air Force colonel, is shot down over enemy territory and captured. That's what we watched. It was so fucking stupid. I couldn't believe how stupid that plot was. I'm sorry to anyone who likes this movie. And I like plenty of stupid movies. So no judgment. The the movie is an hour and 57 (laughs) minutes long. And that's what we watched. It <laughs> felt like it was 17 hours long. It My felt God. like a very poorly paced, but high budgeted Netflix series for teenagers. With great explosions. Um, great explosions, really surprisingly good soundtrack, which uh-huh. the other movie that we're talking about is famous mostly for its soundtrack. So, And that movie is Top Gun, which came out Almost four months later to the day of Iron Eagle. It came out on May 16th, 1986. So January 17th to May 16th. I'm gobsmacked that Top Gun was actually the later of the two. And that they came out so close together that you can't, uh, obviously it wasn't a ripoff because Iron Eagle was not out long enough. And we've done, you know, No Strings Attached, uh, Friends with Benefits, which is the same year. There was another, there's another few ones that we've done and have planned that are the same year. Yeah, so, there's just something about these, like, especially Iron Eagle just feels so much like they were like, what if we did Top Gun, but younger? But I but guess- it's not that. That's not, not how that. that happened. Like, well, here's the thing though you may have be onto something because the screenwriters for Top Gun are Jim Cash, Jack Epps Jr. and an uncredited hand of Warren Sacrin. Sacrin, I'm really bad with last names. However, it's based off of a magazine article by Ehud Yane called Top Guns. So maybe it's like, you know, Iron Eagle read the article and was like, yeah. that's a cool movie, but with kids. My other theory is that the U.S. Department of Defense was like, hey, all of you studios, here's a bunch of money. Make some movies that are just basically advertisements for us. And sexy. And sexy. <laughs> very, very sexy. Such sexy, sexy propaganda. <laughs> uh, Top Gun is directed by Tony Scott uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 57% splat rating and Metacritic is just half it's 50 out of 100 yeah so that's out of 15 reviews uh, 6 positive, 7 mixed 2 negative I'm kind of surprised that they're sort of middling because it's considered such a classic Uh, And according to IMDb, as students of the United States Navy's elite fighter weapons school compete to be the best, to be best in in the class, one daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. That is 100% false. (laughs) That is is 100% false. Are the things she's teaching him like sexy things? Because he learns to be a better person when Goose dies. I'm saying yeah. it. I, 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 yeah. That's the first time when he's like, oh shit, following the rules might actually like save lives. Safety reasons. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. And then 
they're like, oh, hey, you're going to go on this mission. And it's like, cool story, bro. Ever hear of mental health? (laughs) (laughs) But then again, men in the 80s. Men in the 80s, also U.S. military. Also U.S. military. Uh, Are we allowed to say that? We're allowed to say that. They're already listening to us, so. They're listening to us while we're recording this. Yeah. (laughs) They're our biggest fans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're going to end up on watch lists. Oh, if, if, (laughs) if all of a sudden one of us disappears, you know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So I don't know where to start. This felt like more of what, like a uh, boyhood ladybird for me, where it was like mm. a spiritual likeness. Yeah. Cause like there's, there's like a, um, there, what I like to call plain porn happening. Yeah. There's absolutely a, just a ton of dog fights. Well, so <laughs> watching these movies, I feel like they shot fighter jets or whatever they are in the, air for like maybe a day and then just re-edited and use the same shots for each respective movie yeah they might have (laughs) like like i'm pretty sure in iron eagle or no actually it's it was top gun where i was like that's the same direction the plane has been going for the last five (laughs) shots last five it's just one singular take that they just chopped up and they mm-hmm. were like, it's not technically the same if we use different time codes. Well, so like in I also in Top Gun, I feel like there was or I oh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> um, th- I feel like there is a shot that you see like a camera positioned on the outside of a plane mm-hmm. and another shot. You don't see it. So I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> but I did believe the cockpit scenes more in Top Gun than I did in Iron Eagle. Oh, absolutely. They're way better shot. Uh, uh, Tony Scott, rest in peace. Um, he was really, really good at shooting action. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, there's, like, such a clear guiding hand with how the action scenes, and in this case, they're not, like, fight scenes. They're dog fight scenes, which is very different. But there's such a clear idea of like, it almost feels like the actors are flying and they put a camera in there. Whereas Iron Eagle very much feels like, nah, they sat in a in a a landed cockpit. And Not even. Rear, yeah, and like just like, like rear projection behind them. It's like it's like the cockpit in um, all the Power Rangers shows when they're in the Zords. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's that. It's, yeah. Like that it was... feels like a set. It does feel like, and obviously for safety reasons, you can't just put a bunch of actors up in the air with just a little camera in front of them. So I know that's not how they did it. Hey everyone, this is editor Shady dropping in real quick just to say that I did read somewhere after we recorded this episode that in fact they did train actors to both fly planes and operate their own cameras while doing so for Top Gun Maverick, which premieres in a few days. So, um, turns out I was wrong and it in fact can be done. You know, egg on my face.
Um, I believed it more in Star Wars with imaginary <laughs> spaceships. With, with lasers all around and yes. a Wookiee oh, in the background. <laughs> when when they were like pew 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 in Top Gun. <laughs> I mean, I have a okay. I have a lot of questions about both of these movies. And I know we usually spend this time to compare and contrast them, but fuck it, our podcast, our rules. I need <laughs> answers. So like, why is Top Gun so highly regarded in society? Do you know? Cause I, no, I after no. watching it this one time, I was like, why? It's a very bad story, but I will give it this extremely well executed. I feel like with these two movies, that's more enjoyable. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I still don't know what the story is, what's happening. (laughs) There's basically no story. It's just this guy goes to flight school. And and then his friend dies and he learns how to be a nicer person and then decides to be a teacher. And it's like. But there's no like real story arc there. It's just like, he goes to flight school, things happen. So because Top Gun like, Maverick, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. I don't know. Uh, Lady Gaga's recorded a song for it. That's all I know. <laughs> is it Take My Breath Away? No, it's a new song, but <laughs> is it, it? it is like, I'm pretty sure it's like a big love ballad similar to Take My Breath Away. Is it like how um, she basically redid Express Yourself, but called it Born This Way. I, I think it's gonna be one of those situations. Yes! <laughs> um, but here's the thing though, like Top Gun is stupid and has no story and has no real like narrative arc. And even like, yeah, there's a love story, but it's like, it doesn't matter. The love story does not matter. I think it's, I would not be surprised if the love story is there so it wasn't super gay because it's already like a very gay movie and it's like let's throw in a hot lady for tom cruise to have sex with and then everyone will know no 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 this guy fucks ladies don't worry well or is it to be like is it to be to be like more more like a date night movie i don't know i'm gonna be honest i don't know like i I other than unless you really love watching dog fights which i know there are like a lot of people who do really like just watching good plain uh like movies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking AIA, not A N E. Good plane Jane uh, movies. Well, my favorite plane movie is Airplane, obviously. Um, but that, that's if you're like a big geek for like the mechanics of airplanes, it's not going to do much for you because that movie has dick all to do with the airplanes. But like, I get it if you like really like watching like the dogfight footage. I understand that. But the rest of the movie is just, it's just a bunch of cliches hastily slapped together with no real trajectory towards anything bigger. And then it's like, but Tom Cruise though, he's really, he's really charming. But also to like give it a a, a point in its favor, mm-hmm. I feel like Top Gun is acted by actors. Yes. That, well, that's what I mean by it's such a stupid movie, but it's really well executed. The acting's really genuinely quite good. The soundtrack is awesome. The volleyball scene is like, that's like up there with like the baseball scene in Twilight where I'm just like, I can't help it. I love it. It's so stupid and has dick all to do with anything. And see, I got the baseball scene in uh, Sleepy <laughs> 
It was there so you gay. Go. It was so gay. You're right. That's a way better comparison. I, and and la- however, the one in Top Gun was lacking crop tops. It was. Um, but, you know, yeah. army, hoorah, mas- <laughs> yeah. toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So now going to Iron Eagle, he almost started World War III, started saving his dad. Yes. Yeah. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that would be considered a major international incident uh, that, he like was like bombing their oil fields and everything. That's an act of war. That yeah. is an act of war. You are yes. declaring war on that fake Middle Eastern nation that's definitely not supposed to be Iraq. But I like- was also a little confused as to why. Okay, I, I want to explain how long it took me to watch this movie. I had to watch <laughs> it. I watched it in the course of two days. I watched like the first half one night. Then I woke up the next morning watched like another third and then I had to go to work and I finished off the last 16 minutes of the movie and I was just like I still don't know what the fuck I watched (laughs) you watched okay I can't even because I did spoiler alert I did the special features for this movie so I can't even say it's actually U.S. military propaganda but like it's kind of U.S. military propaganda and there's three sequels there's four movies in this franchise there's four of them Four. I don't know. There's four, four total. I, I know Lou Gossett Jr. is in at least three of them. I don't know if he's in the last one because I didn't really feel like opening up that IMDb page. Oh but like, and Lou Gossett Jr. is like a real actor. What's he doing in this movie? Like what, what I did like about Top Gun, although very, both very movies- sexy looking. It is well, like, like yes. even just like the camera work in that movie is incredibly sexy. Big props to Tony Scott. It looks great. I was gonna, I was gonna- Stupid story. I was gonna say though, although both movies are a total sausage fest, at least the women in Top Gun are written better. Yes. And oh my gosh, yeah. have a heavier hand on the, whatever the story is on each of these movies. Yeah, uh, Charlie is, uh, I think, a really fun character. And, like, I I actually really love that. I think Kelly McGillis is only, like, I don't know, maybe five years older than Tom Cruise. She's not that much older than him. But, like, they kind of play it up that, like, he's the younger, hot guy. And she's, like, the older, more experienced woman in the movie without making it feel, like, fetishy. Oh, I didn't pick up on that at all. I thought they were around the same age. Oh, oh, maybe that's just my read on it. I mean, and that's, and and it's correct and valid. She does does have like a place of authority over him though. I mean, because she is his instructor. In my case though, I watched this after Iron Eagle. So I think I was very fatigued still (laughs) from watching Iron Eagle. So I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Maverick Goose, decorated helmets. What? Yeah. (laughs) They're personalized. Which we had a, a, a text conversation about that too. Yeah. Who's making <laughs> when, these custom helmets for them? They're decorating yes. them themselves. Yes. What did you say? I want, I want to use the text correctly. I hope they do it themselves at Arts and Crafts Night like sorority girls. <laughs> getting out the mod yes. podge and getting yes. out. Like yes. letters from magazines. Well, I mean, let's be real here. They're going to use duct tape because we still need to prove that they're, you know, right. toxic they're, men and everything. They're extremely manly. There's they're no manly. So they're, well, they're using an exacto knife. 
Do you? Oh, God damn it. Oh man. Although I did, <laughs> so you know, it, I thought it was, I thought it was funny that, um, uh, crap, what's her name? Charlie. I like that Charlie was just like, like she knew that the a bet was happening or something. Yeah. Like yeah, I, she she was kind of above it, but like she was still kind of playing along. Like, I really did love her character until she's just like, "I love you," and I went, "You've known each other for like a week." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Although I did kind of feel like Kelly McGinnis was giving me a little bit um, working girl, not Melanie Griffith. Sigourney Weaver. She's mm-hmm. giving me like a little Sigourney Weaver vibes. In yeah, like kind of, kind of power bitch, but like. But like cool. Yeah. Not, she, not, she can hang. She can hang. She, she can hang, but she knows what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's in charge. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was. Do, what, <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you got? Um. So here's a fun fact. Uh, Melora Hardin was in the hot chick and then she was in Iron Eagle. So we're, well, uh, uh, we're flip it, dip it, and reverse it, Shady. Melora Hardin, who is the girlfriend in Iron Eagle, was also the mom in the hot chick, which we there talked we about last week. So I guess this is just Melora Hardin month, Melora May. Why are we? This is like a third <laughs> movie in a row. I'm not gonna lie. While watch, while hate watching Iron Eagle, I was just like, I was really harsh on Victor, Victoria, and Connie and Carla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then again, I was just like, I was a little harsh on the hot chick. Yeah. yeah. I I don't think I've ever hated a movie as much as I did Iron Eagle. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I'm jumping ahead to final thoughts, everyone. That's We're okay. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean... I, I did not enjoy Iron Eagle, I gotta be honest. It, I, felt, it felt like they were trying too hard to be, like, Goonies, but older, and Army, and Air yeah, Force. And higher stakes. But, yeah, the highest stakes, you're gonna cause a nuclear incident. You're gonna cause World War Three over saving your dad. Yeah. Which I still don't understand why the dad was captured. All of a sudden, it was like, "We got you, ma, 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 ma." <laughs> Wah, uh, uh, we we captured your dad, haha! And the kid is like, "Fuck off, government! I'm going to overrule everything you just said and go behind your back and steal my dad back." Yeah. Well, which I mean, technically, because he's a civilian, so he can't be like court-martialed for that or anything. But then at the end, they're like, "Let's get him into flight academy because he did all this." No, he actually did something hugely irresponsible like isn't that like a felony for stealing government property i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) iron eagle was so it was such a weird movie because so there were such long stretches of like like nothing happening and like like all of the training montages and everything went on for so long and i was like the only way you could possibly be into this is if you're really into planes I felt really stupid watching that movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, because like I th- no, John. I just wa- look at me, John. Yes. You are smarter than Iron Eagle. Well, let me explain. Because okay. in in Iron Eagle, they were using such technical jargon for mm. every other every other like sentence. Yeah, and I was yeah. just sitting there like I don't know an aircraft. Like what? 
both movies shouting MIG. I had to look it up. MIG is like a a, a term for like a Russian plane. So oh, no, no, no. Cold War. Um, <laughs> but I was the Iron Eagle. They kept talking like gobbledygook. Wait, yeah. And and like in in um no wait did I say Iron Eagle or Top Gun? Either <laughs> one, both of them. But in I in Top Gun at least like it wasn't all the time. Right. No, there were like actual human interactions hap- or like something that resembled human interactions happening in Top Gun. Right. Like, but, when- like Iron Eagle was so technical. And then when it wasn't so technical, it was so stupid. Like like in 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 Top Gun, when Tom Cruise <laughs> basically like recounts the cold open. He's like, yeah, I, I I fought a MIG and we we nosedive. I, like that's when I was just I checked out for a hot second because I was like, you're you're saying words, <laughs> I don't understand. Show me images, flashback to it, yeah. please, so I can understand what you're saying. But well, and I'll also go ahead. But like, yeah, I uh, Iron Eagle, man, man, I forget the kid's Doug. Is that the kid's name? Yeah, I'm just gonna call no. him Iron Eagle. I. The fact that their jackets had like, they were like the Eagle Scout Club or whatever. I was just like, don't tell me that's why they're called Iron Eagle. <laughs> don't sit there. You can't, do not, do not sit there and tell me that is why. And then it no, was, no, yeah, and I was yeah. just like, God <laughs> fucking damn it. But it was also because Lou Gossett Jr. was like, you're an Iron Eagle. You're flying high and fast and nothing can stop you. So wait a second. In Iron <laughs> Eagle though, there's only one pilot of the plane of every of a, every aircraft. Um, it, I think that might just have to do with what types of planes they're flying. And like, because Iron Eagle or, is about the Air Force and Top Gun is about naval fighter pilots. So I mean, they probably also they probably also history. spent all their budget like filming the flying porn. So they were just like, well, I, they only we no, afford one person in the cockpit. I'm gonna guess that the only cast member who made like a significant chunk of money was Lou Gossett Jr. Because everybody else was like, not Unknown. an actor. <laughs> and, I mean, they're an actor. I don't want to like downplay what they did, but they weren't like known quantities. Oh no, watching watching the opening credits, I was just like, I don't know any of these names. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's like and- you, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like you know, this was their like how Trolls 2 was Jennifer Edison's first movie or whatever. And it wasn't anything like that that happened. It was legit. I don't know any of these names. Yeah. Like even, even yeah, like by 80s pop culture standards, I don't know their names. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston was in Leprechaun, not Trolls 2. I'm just putting that in there. Leprechaun. You know what I, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just don't want anyone to yell at us. <laughs> That's fine. Yell uh, <laughs> at me. I'm, I, I, I had to watch fucking Iron Eagle. I don't know what's what anymore. Um, so one thing I do want to point out as like one of the like hard similarities between these two movies is that your hotshot young protagonist guy has like a, a, a dad who's also a fighter pilot and that like he's got like daddy issues that stem from that of some sort. Right, but in Top Gun, you don't see the actual act. Uh, there is no actor portraying that. It's like right, photos. He's, he's dead. He done died. He done died. Is, or is he? Dun, or dun, is dun. he? 
Um, but like, yeah, Tom Cruise's whole thing is like, he's like, or Maverick's whole thing is like, I gotta live down my dad's reputation, but I don't think he deserves his bad reputation. And then like, of course, later on, his like instructor is like, I knew your dad, he was a good man and he doesn't deserve that bad reputation. So you're like, okay, great. So there's no like, you know, moral conflict here. That's cool, awesome. And then Iron Eagle, yeah. Iron Eagle is all about trying to rescue the dad. And like the kid wants to be a fighter pilot in the first place because his dad's a fighter pilot. God, I really hated that movie. <laughs> it was not good. It was, it was so boring. But like, what's insane? It starts off with that the the like chicken race, like the game of chicken between the bully on the motorbike and then the Iron Eagle kid in a Cessna. And it's like, I don't think that's a fair race at all. Shouldn't the plane have won automatically? Okay. <laughs> like. Not, so not like known for being very fast. That's like the not thing. Neck and neck, like it is in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah they were neck yeah. and neck, and it won by a hair. And you're like, an an aircraft went against a motorcycle. Right. Maybe that's why you didn't get into flight academy, Iron Eagle. Maybe that's why. Maybe you're very slow at flying planes. Also, not his plane. <laughs> <laughs> Just stealing shit from the U.S. military. Like at least, uh, Tom Cruise, like Maverick, is is a dick, but like is respectful of some rules. Yeah, you know, like when he's he goes not by stealing equipment. Right, like he 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 he's an asshole by flying by the uh, the tower, mm-hmm. uh, the flight tower, whatever it's called. I don't know. Words are hard right now, and causes the 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 guy in there air traffic controller. That's it. Causes the <laughs> air traffic controller in there to like spill his coffee all over him, and that's like a joke, yeah. a little levity. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like that's just him being a showboat. Like his whole thing is he's just a showboat who doesn't always, and like. It kind of bothers me that like a lot of times when he's not respecting orders or respecting like the rules or whatever, it turns out that he was right anyway. So it's like, once again, like, okay, so no moral conflict here. But like the one there's um, in the beginning when he helps, I don't remember this guy's name. He's only in that one scene. Cougar, when he helps Cougar land the plane because all of a sudden Cougar's having a panic attack. Yeah. Like, I felt like that was a true sign of a leader. Yeah. Like he was helping out. Yeah, he did something that ensured the safety, which is what I mean by like, okay, cool. So he's always right. So there's not really the only time there was a consequence for him not following the rules to the T is when Goose died. Yeah, but like even then that wasn't his fault. Yeah, like it was going to happen. Well, once again, it's like, Okay, so, so there's also, no okay. real conflict here. He's just always correct. I'm also a little confused as to how Goose died. <laughs> they eject. They were ejecting from the plane because the plane was spinning out of control and that's the only thing that they could do at that point other than mm-hmm. crash somewhere. And so Goose ejects himself, but too early and hits the, the part that was released, the little glass ceiling part. I Did, think so, yeah. It was it was death by impact, definitely, because his face was all bloody. So I think that's what happened. Either that or he didn't pull his parachute correctly uh, and on time. Did a goose try to break the glass ceiling? 
<laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I hate you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or am I? <laughs> also, I feel like Val Kilmer isn't that much of a dick in that movie. Like no, he's no, he's, he's not. supposed to be like an antagonist. Yeah, he's the rival, you know. The rival, right? And usually they're like a huge dick, and then, but like you know, great moment when he's like, "Sorry about Goose to Maverick." You know, we all yeah. liked him. Like that was a really good part. Yeah, I, I kind of liked though that all the uh, Mavericks like classmates, crew, sure. yeah, whatever. They're kind like they're all rivals and assholes to each other. But like when Maverick was like having an existential crisis or like, you know, um, very depressed over the death of Goose, at least they were try like the other guy who called Kelly McGill McGinnis and was just like, McGillis and was like, dude, you yeah. use your woman powers to fix him. <laughs> your vagina, that's what it's for, right? That, um, that's what I meant by woman powers. Yeah. Well, vulva. because because these men they love vaginas, John. They love they, vaginas. They so, love vaginas, even they though can't get enough of vaginas. Even though there's that one guy that's so hard on that has hard on for things, and <laughs> everything about this movie is like a, a gay porno without penetration. But then they're he, like, oh, um, don't worry, they like ladies. Don't worry, people. And, and, Nope, that one character is super gay. I'm not gonna lie to you. He, All of them are gay, John. But like that one that is like, I have a heart on for for men in, <laughs> in flight suits or whatever it was. I was like, yes, yeah. you're, you're the yeah. gay one. It's like, it's really, there's no getting around the fact that first of all, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer have amazing chemistry. So like, <laughs> they really, they really, really needed to be like, no, women is what Tom Cruise likes. And you're like, okay, but bisexuals exist. But also, Val, I mean, it answers Tom Cruise's question. Val Kimmer could be a, like super pan and cool. Yeah. Cause you know, you know, Val Kimmer probably hooked up with the guy that uh, talks about his boner. Oh, you absolutely. know that happened. Oh my God, all of them. Okay. And okay, I will say Goose is also bi because I do think that he and young Meg Ryan before she was famous uh, did seem like they really loved each other. I loved them yes. as a couple. They're so cute. Uh, and I that's, mean, that's how you know Goose is gonna die. I mean, I feel like I feel like Goose doesn't put a label on himself. Mm. If we're gonna use 2022 terms, I feel like okay. Goose is in love just, with Meg Ryan. Like, but no like, labels, I just love the soul, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, as many times as he would probably flirt with all of his male uh, students and everything, he's committed because yeah. he's married to Meg Ryan. So and he like, was just like, look, don't touch bitches. Uh. Yeah, and they've definitely, like, together as a couple, fucked Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. that's there. That is there. Or, or Tom Cruise and whatever person he's with. Oh, they had they had some sort of orgy situations, you yeah, know. No, you know what? I like that better because then nobody's left out at any point. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, if Tom Cruise had a dry spell, they're like, "Come on over." Yeah. <laughs> Three and, way. And there, there, there's a little. I get a little bit of a sense that, like, when Meg Ryan was talking to Kelly McGillis about how much Maverick loves her and everything, I get the Drunk. sense that she was kind of being like, "And we're all swingers, right? Like, we're uh -huh. all we're all cool with that, right?" And she's like, "You want to fuck?" 
like like they're they're into they they have key parties and all that stuff oh my god shady we are going off the rails just like these movies yeah oh we also so goose does die in top gun um what spoiler alert and then um somewhere around the same point in iron eagle chappy has a fake death but you know he's not really dead because you didn't actually see him die true True. and and also if you're me you you saw the poster for uh well well, again we did text about this and i was just like well in 1986 you wouldn't have known that well i'm smarter than people from 1986 john because you're in 2022 after the after the franchise yeah because i know how to use google john i'm smarter than people from 1986 well when if you were in 1986 you would have been like oh no but i mean i I'll wouldn't have that. because i would have been like we didn't see him die he's clearly I was about to not say that. dead i was about to say we didn't see a body and they yeah. never said that they recovered a body Right. We didn't see like even like a fiery like explosion that like would have been like, oh, no surviving that. Did they actually like come <laughs> off of Air Force One at the end? Did that happen or did I imagine that? No, uh, no. You imagine that? No. Air Force One is just for the president. No, they come off of Air Force One. I Jesus. Think. Oh, my gosh. This movie so stupid. And like. It looked like a real plane. <laughs> it didn't look like a set. <laughs> it looked. It didn't look like a giant platform because they they come off the plane down the stairs onto the tarmac, and like Iron Eagle's girlfriend, who Melora name, Harden name you know character name here, who knows <laughs> girl runs up to him and hugs him and is like oh you did it and then that movie is wild like i I don't i i don't get like and i'm trying to be like okay so i know when i was a kid i loved the mighty duck movies and the mighty duck movies were stupid and bad so i'm trying to like imagine that i was the age i was when i loved the mighty duck movies when Iron Eagle came out. And I'm like, maybe, maybe that's what it needs to be. You need to have been like nine years old and have gone with like a bunch of your friends and had a really fun time and been like, that was a great movie. Here's the thing though. The Mighty Ducks is conceivable and like could happen. Right. And probably did happen because it's, it's an underdog story. Yeah, it's just this a hockey is, movie. This is a war yeah. movie. This is a war movie involving a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yes, his friends help him in that montage of stealing shit all over the base to create a, a war room with a plan to save his dad. Because he's got the connections. Iron Eagle's got the connections for everything. <laughs> Oh, God. And his one friend looked just like Paul Dano, and it was driving me nuts the whole movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, Paul Dano was a little bitty baby when this came out. I don't think Paul Dano was even born when this movie came out. 1986? How old is Paul Dano? I think he's 87. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Or the best year ever, 88. (laughs) John, I just... Iron Eagle was so fucking... It was, it was, it was. Scotty K, thank you for making us watch these. Like, yeah. thank you for the suggestion, but you made us watch <laughs> these. 
um the clubhouse that they hung out in uh iron eagle and all his friends it was really cool i blacked that out it was really cool it made no sense and i was like i want to know more about the clubhouse let's stay in the clubhouse i want to know like how they gathered all these things and put them together like this because it looked like like it was like made out of like old parachutes and they had all this like other like air force paraphernalia all around and i was like that's cool i want to I'd actually rather watch a movie about these kids building this clubhouse than whatever the fuck this movie was. What is that one movie where not Scott Bayo, but a kid that looks like him breaks his arm and then join? Is it Major League? No, that's Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I kind of wish there was a little more of that where like maybe they're like the adults are planning to save uh, the uh, Iron Eagle's dad and the kids like help them out or mm-hmm. figure it out with them, you know, not start a war. Right. Well, and the thing is, even like the story that we have, where it's just this one 18 year old kid blowing up air, uh, oil fields in a foreign country um, and therefore committing an act of war. Even that, I think, could maybe work if the movie was more blatantly a comedy and was like, like the whole thing was more heightened because rookie of the year, yes, it's a ridiculous conceit that this 12 year old kid plays uh, major league baseball, but the whole thing is heightened and goofy. And uh, that doesn't mean that they're making fun of the premise, but they are having fun with it. Like uh, another, an, another example is Spy Kids. Yeah, like Spy Kids is just goofy. Like obviously uh, real kids are gonna be <laughs> murdering people for a spy agency but like it's goofy and fun uh and this movie like it 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 has such a strange balance of like trying to like show the the dogfight stuff very seriously uh and not really heightening that too much but then like it's got this like mustache twirling villain who was very uh, i was very uncomfortable with like the whole portrayal of that character uh i I know it's the 1980s but I have to say, though, at least that movie had conflict. That's true. There was a goal to achieve in the end. Yes. Top Gun doesn't have that. Top Gun. Because, like, at at the end, during that whole airplane dogfight battle thing with an enemy... Yeah, we do have, like, an actual fight with stakes, um, but it's only introduced just before it happens. That's not an element that like was introduced early in the movie so that it builds up. It's like an act three add on. And then like whenever they go to the, the bad guy in the cockpit, I think it's the same person every time. I think you're right. Or there's only because all the other planes that they destroy and blow up. I don't think it's the same person. Yeah. You only cut to one person. The last guy. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. Why was everyone sweaty in Top Gun? Because like super sweaty. Because it's sexy, John. Because they want it, everyone to know that if you go to flight school and you 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 join the Navy as a fighter pli- pilot, you'll be just like all these hot, sexy, cool people. But That's like you'll be the unsexy people who are on the bo- on the ship. You know, like the cat, the current, the older one, the one in charge that's smoking a cigar on while they're on the <laughs> sub, because you know he's a, he's a real man. 
if you ever rewatch or you, the listener, rewatch it, <laughs> notice when they are sweaty and when they are not sweaty. Like during the actual act three fight where they're all flying around, when they're in the control room on the ship, is that what it's called? I don't sure. know. Everyone is super sweaty. But then when uh, they win and everyone loves Maverick because he, he did a good, um, <laughs> they're not sweaty. So yeah, it's because, like- because, because we need to know that they're in a high suspenseful situation, a highly suspenseful situation. And then like, they're not, and then they can relax. That's a lot of sweat. It's a lot of sweat. Uh-huh. Somebody was, some <laughs> PA was working that spray bottle. Oh, that between poor, pages. that poor, poor individual. Shady, are we done talking about these movies? Yeah, I don't, features? yeah. It's All right, let me blot off my sweat first before we get into special features. Special features. So here in special features, we each take a movie to do some further research or just read the off of the IMDb trivia, which is what I'm going to be doing in the hopes of surprising you, the listener. But really, I just want Shady's head to explode because of all the trivia facts that I'm going to find on Top Gun as soon as I read them. John was lazy this week. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, Shady had Iron Eagle. I was assigned Top Gun. And since Iron Eagle came out four months before Top Gun. Surprising Shady, everyone. Or no one. Or no one. Was, maybe, maybe I'm just dumb. No, you were not dumb. I think this is a movie that like needed to stay buried in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buried? Buried. Yeah. Buried. And like only to be resurfaced by like Alamo Draft House that gives out like, you know, dime bags of weed or something. Yeah. And like maybe you get like like a, one of those uh, wing pins that he gets. Oh my God, I would love a wing pin. I would love that too. Anyway, go. <laughs> Iron Eagle. Uh, so here's the thing that actually really surprised me because watching both of these movies, I was thinking, oh yeah, DOD had a heavy hand in both of these movies. I'm sure the Navy loaned a whole bunch of equipment out to Top Gun. And I went into looking at the trivia facts for Iron Eagle, expecting to find out that the U.S. Air Force loaned out a bunch of equipment and uh, helped or, you know, designed certain scenes, essentially, in this movie. It actually turns out the U.S. Air Force had nothing to do with this movie. They were... They were going to do all that. They were going to lend them planes. They were going to like help out with the story and everything. And then they looked at the script and decided to back out because the script was about how a foreign nation easily grabbed one of their planes and was able to use it against the U.S. Air Force. That's the reason? That's the reason. Not the kids start, almost no. started World War III? No, no, no. That's because- the reason? Okay. Because DOD does not work with movies, uh, movie scripts that make the military look bad in any way or incompetent in any way. But and how are you supposed to do a hero's journey without, with, with you know, some sort why, of... That's why a lot of movies with DOD backing aren't very good because they kind of only do it for like movies that are very propagandistic uh, mm-hmm. or very simplistic. 
I should say. Let me put it that way instead. That's, I guess, a little less incendiary. Um, but because the main plot of this movie or, or the, the backstory of the main plot of this movie is that this foreign nation caught this pilot and, and stole a plane from the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Air Force was like, we can't do that. We can't do this movie because that makes us look bad. Um, That's so stupid. I that know. That is the stupidest reason. <laughs> I know. But luckily for the producers, the Israeli Air Force decided to help them out instead. So actually a lot of the equipment you find in the movie are Israeli fighter crafts. Did this movie need to be made? No, it did not need to be made. Okay, great. <laughs> um, and actually all of the scenes that, I forget the name of the fake nation that they made up for this movie. That's definitely, definitely not Just make something up while you're at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a Hershey's bar right next to me. So I'm like, Hershey. <laughs> so I know a lot of this movie was shot in Israel, actually. And I'm sure all of those scenes were those actors portraying the foreigners uh, were mostly Israeli actors, except for the main leader guy was British. Um, and I believe a lot of the training scenes were also shot in Israel. And I thought that was really interesting to like find that out because that was very surprising to me, especially as you said that that was the reason instead of this 18 year old kid stealing equipment and committing acts of war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I would think that's the bigger issue than a do, foreign do, nation. Well, since, since, you know, these days people are into rewriting history, they may as well say that since we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God, oh. This, is, uh, this is a cursed episode. <laughs> yeah. so speaking, of, speaking of real actors that this movie barely had any, the role of Chappie, uh, one of the actors they considered for it, and he was not that famous at the time. This was obviously a couple of years before he would become really famous, but Morgan Freeman was considered for Chappie. Oh. And then for Doug, Emilio Estevez was considered, which makes sense. He was a Brat Pack kid. Breakfast Club already happened? Yes, because it's 84, I yes. think. Or five. Yes. It like just happened, so. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, okay. I know, oh God, what, but like this, he, this he, is terrible. I should look up the actor's name. Let me pull up the actor's name real quick. Jason Gedrick. And when Shady said actor, she used that in a loosest, the loosest of loose terms. Yeah. Um, he was about 20 when they released the movie, um, which not that he, far off from 18. He actually read younger than yeah. 18. I thought he was 16. Yeah. I was kind of surprised to see him go to a senior prom in the movie. <laughs> Is this a teen? Would you classify this as a teen movie? <sighs> Or a war movie, or is uh, it like, is it like a Reese's peanut butter cup where you got your peanut butter <laughs> in my chocolate cup? No, you got your chocolate cup on my peanut butter. Yeah, I think it's one of those. <laughs> I think it, well, I do know. So this was I thought interesting. Uh, an earlier version of the movie would have been more about like that whole group of kids hanging out in the clubhouse and like it would have like focused on this group of kids whose parents were on the air force and like you know them having this adventures together and i was like okay that sounds like a better movie what you talked about earlier yes yeah what i you, want i want to yeah. see the clubhouse movie yes um but then they just i don't know why they decided to make it mostly a movie about training with 
an adult man, like, like a fully adult man. So you don't get a whole lot of like, there's so much with like the friends in the beginning. And then like, they just disappear for most of the movie. It's a, it's not even two hours. And I feel yeah. like the, the friends are there for maybe 25 seconds. <laughs> I feel like they do a lot in the beginning and then they disappear and then like show up at the very end to just be like, yeah. Wait. By beginning, do you mean when they steal shit all over the... Yeah, that, the and, like, they, they do, like, you know, they do spend a little time, like, with the, the bully and the chicken fight and the prom and the graduation. And, like, I only, and I only really remember this because it stuck with me so much that I was like, Paul Dano's in this movie, but he's not in this movie. I feel like this movie is slowly yeeting itself out of my brain and I'm not remembering anything that you're describing. That's fine. Like, I, I really mean like the first, like maybe generously 40 minutes, probably less than that focuses a lot on these kids. And then like they, and then they have absolutely nothing to do with the real plot of the movie. This movie. Yeah, like it, it really did feel like a total, like I thought it was going to be something like the Goonies for a while. And then it was just that one kid training for a very long time and then um, blowing up another country's oil fields. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I'm just going to wrap this up because I don't feel like talking about this movie anymore. I'm just going to wrap it up and say, Another thing I was very surprised to learn, this movie had a higher budget than Top Gun. Are you serious? It sure did. I don't know what Top Gun's uh, budget was. I didn't want to look that up because that's your thing. Um, but uh, one of the IMDb trivia things mentions that it has a, it had a higher budget and I looked it up, 18 million US dollars. 15 uh, million for Top Gun. Now, wow. do you know what the gross was for um yes. iron eagle um worldwide gross let's do oh okay all right i have the u.s gross pulled up was twenty four sixteen. let me do worldwide it gives the worldwide is the same as domestic so i don't know In, what was the number again i'm sorry for domestic box office it's about uh 24.1 billion not really a success a minor success apparently it did very well on cable not, okay. not not really a failure, but apparently it did very well on cable. I did read that it uh, it hmm. outperformed expectations on cable and video release. So are you ready for me to take your breath away? Um, the budget for Top Gun estimated is fifteen million. Oh my! God. U.S. gross was one hundred and eighty million worldwide. It made three hundred fifty-seven million dollars. Yes, that's the power of Tom Cruise. Um. Uh. uh I'm, again, I'm reading. I'm just going to read these facts directly from IMDb. No editing or anything. The real Top Gun school imposes a five dollar fine to any staff member that quotes the film. <laughs> That's good. Oh, they're probably so fucking sick of it. Val Kilmer did not want to be in this film, but was forced to by contractual obligations. However, it became one of his most iconic roles in his career. I have to say, now after reading that. I think you can kind of see that in his performance. Yeah. Where he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to say these words and <laughs> be an asshole. Yeah. It works for the character, though. Okay, you ready for this? Am I? 
Tom Cruise had to wear lifts in his scenes with Kelly McGillis. Cruise is 5'7", and while McGinnis is 5'10". <laughs> I love I love it when everything bring up Tom Cruise's height. First of all, I thought he was 5'5". Five five, so. <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny. I would have loved it so much more if they just let her be taller than him, though. Shady. Shady. Uh-huh. Pete. Maverick Mitchell's first name was Evan in early scripts of the film. It was later changed to Pete as an homage to Pete Pettigrew, who worked on the film. I wanted to read that because we all know Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew. So, uh, Pettigrew, <laughs> a, Pettigrew appears in the bar scene early in the film as Charlie's older male date. Good for Pete Pettigrew. Yes. Uh, let me scroll down some more and see if I can find John Travolta was considered the, for the role of Maverick, but his agent's asking price for him was too high, especially in light of his recent box office flops. Was that Staying Alive? I think it was. He had a lot in the early 80s, a lot of big flops. And this is before the... Um, Pulp Fiction Sci- at all? Well, I was going to say the Scientology movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, Battlefield Earth. So Berlin's song, Take My Breath Away, was originally considered for the soundtrack of Nine and a Half Weeks, which came out also in 1986. (laughs) Uh, So the song was bound to come out that year in one way or another. They were attaching it to a movie. Uh, Let's see if there's any spoiler ones that I can read. When they first look at the Top Gun trophy, Iceman tells Maverick and Goose that there's a trophy for the alternates in the ladies' room. Coincidentally, Maverick later follows Charlie in the ladies' room, and he also does not end up winning the Top Gun trophy. Uh, It's in the ladies' room. Uh, So he did, Maverick did win, but it wasn't the Top Gun trophy? It was love? He won won life. He won romance. Uh, Goose was was originally to have died in a flaming crash aboard an aircraft carrier, but the Navy objected and the scene was changed to the training accident that has been featured since the film's release. That would have been interesting. Yeah. That's another thing though, they they had to change it because DOD was like, that doesn't make us look good. Oh, and finally, the Pentagon demanded script approval to ensure that the Navy was portrayed in a positive light. Mm-hmm. They demanded the cause of Goose's death to be changed from mid-air collision to an ejection mishap because the Navy was concerned that it looked like too many pilots were crashing. I feel like, though, if they played the scene out the same, but, like, he couldn't eject, it still would have been the same response. Yeah, I, I think... I think the difference is if he couldn't eject, it would look like their planes were faulty. If he ejected improperly, it looks like he did something improperly and therefore it's his fault and not the plane's fault. And I, I, I mean, like, I do have to say though, that is a good moment while, when they're in the water while Tom Cruise is holding Goose's body yeah. where it's like, okay, this is some good acting. But Again, like, stupid movie, very well executed. Yes. Um, okay, let's get into final thoughts. We like to wrap up each episode by asking clash questions. 
hold on, let me pull my phone up for one second because I have an answer to this first question, which is, are there any other movies like these? Now, I came across this movie called Firebirds. Oh. Have you heard of this? No. Elite Apache helicopter pilots are tasked with destroying powerful armed drug cartels operating in South America. Which stars Nicolas Cage! (gasps) Oh my god! Talk about movie stars. Wait, are you ready? Are you ready for this cast list? Nick Cage, Tommy Lee Jones, Sean Young, um, Dale Dime, uh, 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 and that's really it. There's still some other people that I'm (laughs) scrolling through. But yeah, like, come on. And, And... and it looks like there's more women in this movie. <gasps> but which for a hot second, I thought this is what we were supposed to watch. Because <laughs> I, I look, I, here's the cover art for it, which I may post on like our Instagram or something. Ooh, yeah. which I was just like, oh, that's cool. That's like, you know, still army or whatever, still military and everything. Nope. Nope. Mm. Not, I had to double check the email that I got. <laughs> Um, one that my mom brought up when I said I was watching, when I told her I watched Top Gun, like part of why she told me it was stupid was she was like, even when I saw it, I thought it was a ripoff of an officer and a gentleman, which I've never seen, but I'll just throw that in there. Cause my mom said it was essentially the same as Top Gun. So sure. I'll take her word for it. Um, I also literally just found this other one on IMDb. Well, cause you know how IMDb has like recommendations for other similar movies yeah um flight of the intruder which is a 1991 movie uh during the air war over vietnam the u.s navy a6 intruder bomber pilot schemes with a hardened veteran to make an unauthorized airstrike on hanoi hmm it's it's in the same vein as at least iron eagle it seems like yeah I mean, I feel like a lot of war movies, because when we talked about he's just let that into you and all that, we we did we're, we were like, there's a lot of rom com tropes in yeah. these two movies. Um, well, I guess I guess one of the defining things is these aren't movies that they're not war movies in the way that like the Thin Red Line is, where it's a that's like on the war on the battlefields and like. It's about the the sort of bonding as soldiers, but it's post-training. Both of these movies are very heavily about training and not being on the battlefield. Full metal jacket. I'm saying sure. it. With that, with that. With that being uh, war is hell and uh, the military but, is not good and very abusive. And not but also, hurrah America, yay. But also two thirds of the movie is them in boot camp. Yeah, it's also making it look terrible instead of cool. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. But I mean, like, I mean, like, boiled down, bare minimum. You know, with where where we're using simple terms of like you're in training, and then you're using the training in Act Three for something. Sure. And it's military. Sure. <laughs> except the exact opposite. <laughs> except, you know, Full Metal Jacket had a complete script, very well acted, very well shot, very well right. everything else. And, and also extremely anti-military. <laughs> and being anti-military. <laughs> but yeah, sure, it is about military training. 
I mean, we we already answered this question, but did we like these movies? Top Gun really has its high points. I will give it that. I get why people like it, except also I don't because it's stupid. If you but okay, Iron Eagle is just stupid. Um. I'm not going to ask this next one because I think uh, the usual, like, would we watch them again? I know the answer. It's no. But no, what if, no, no. Ask the question. Would we watch these? Would we watch them again? As much as I've been saying that Top Gun is better in all of these different ways and everything, I actually would watch Iron Eagle again sooner because I don't know what was happening in that movie <laughs> and I need to figure it out. Um, okay. Here's a, here's, a, here's a new question. Here's a sixth question. <laughs> Which one did you prefer? Oh, Top Gun. Okay, great. That's how I, I I'm. Oh, I, I will agree with you on how I felt about them because you know, like I, I did say, Top Gun at least had a had better performances. Mm-hmm. It looked better until they were, you know, they were in gun mode and making pew pews, you know, <laughs> pew. Yeah. Uh, but. I, I I don't think I would watch any of them again if I had to in it, but like I preferred Top Gun yeah, over I, Iron I prefer, Eagle. I just like kind of want to crack Iron Eagle. You know what? I feel like it's a code that I can't crack. You know what? I'm going to already rescind my uh, answer to would we watch them again? I'd watch it. I'd watch Iron Eagle with you. So the two of us could be cackling the whole time <laughs> and being yeah, like, oh, yeah, what is sure. going on? Did this happen? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I would definitely risk. I would risk both of them again. Um, but just like, would I watch it just because I want to? No. No. Would we recommend these movies? No. <laughs> no. And then, uh, yes, you are one hundred percent correct. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, and then, would we? Are they? Are they actually the same movie? Are they actually the same? I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. There are, this is, this is the reverse of other arguments when I say there are similar elements, but told differently. There are similar elements, but like not enough in my opinion. I agree with you. Yeah, like even we kind of even didn't do the comparison because there just wasn't that much outside of lots of dog fights. And, um, and, and school. Yeah, yeah, there, there's school training elements. involved, but like, yeah. And, and like Top Gun is like, a more, I'm not going to say it's realistic, but it's certainly more realistic than Iron Eagle because it is actually about the process of going through flight school and not just let's steal a bunch of equipment and I'll just have some other guy train me. And And I'm 18. And it's like a real place and it's like real actors and a real full script. Yeah, yeah. And it did in a lot of ways it reminded me of so many cliche like you know stories about like oh some girl who's she's a very talented it kind of like center stage very talented dancer but now she's going to the top school with all the top dancers and it turns out they're all technically better than her like mm-hmm. but she does yes. with more heart than that yes. yes that's what this yes. is but naval academy <gasps> Can we do an episode of Center Stage versus Top Gun? <laughs> oh my god, yes! You know what? In a in a in in a future episode, maybe like a 
we'll do it as like an April Fool's thing or something. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh, that uh, would be funny. Oh God. Well, Shady, this was fun. It's always <laughs> fun recording these with you because I have no, I always ha- come in with things I want to talk about and like my own thoughts and feelings. And then it gets blown out the window because we start like, riffing oh yeah no the conversations go in total different directions than I expect I love it I always love it this one was really I felt like I had revelations but also I didn't have any revelations because these movies are about nothing yes (laughs) yes uh Shady where can the good people find you on the interwebs the good people can find me at cookie oh shady on on twitter on twitter.com yeah pretend we have a new listener like this is their first episode they don't know (sighs) okay sorry new recruits um you can find me on twitter at cookie o'shady and what kind of dessert are you i'm honey roasted peanuts that you get on like like uh like uh, southwest airlines (laughs) like the complimentary peanuts you get that's a dessert right yeah snacky little snacky little snacky snack yeah yeah i'm going with it you could find me on twitter at movies john with no h um some uh, sometimes i post things on there sometimes i don't you did post something about iron eagle and then i was (laughs) oh i did i I did i i have my own y'all i i was gonna post more and then i was just like this movie fucking sucks it doesn't deserve (laughs) more of a thread um (laughs) doesn't deserve the effort because they didn't put in the effort no i put in as much effort as they did um uh and also you can follow my other podcast that i did drop it's called movie not movie deja vu that's this one it's called (laughs) life's but a song where i talk about it's a bi-weekly podcast where i talk about musical movies or musical television shows with different guests shady has been on it numerous times i don't know the number off the top of my head but it's written down somewhere but uh, yeah, you can listen to it anywhere you're listening to this. And all the platforms are at Buttasong Pod. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, give us um, your thoughts and feelings about Iron Eagle. Full, full, full apologies to the Iron Eagle fan base. They do seem to be quite strong. No, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I have. You can email us at moviedejavupod at gmail.com. That's M-O-V-I-E-D-E-J-A-V-U-P-O-D at gmail.com. Ha ha, I did it faster for you, Shady. Uh, <laughs> we're also on Facebook and Instagram at Movie Deja Vu Pod, and we're on Twitter at Movie Deja Vu. No pod. Can I give an answer? Can yeah, I give one? You do, you do it. Give one? You do it. It's because, like we speculated via text, half the script for it, it the pod went the way of half the script of Iron Eagle, which flew out the window. And they wrote the rest of it on a napkin and crayon. Yeah, just based on what they remembered. <laughs> They're like explosion, um, mm-hmm. fi- firewall. The, uh, the the explosions were exquisite. I do want to say that as was, as a, a cap in Iron Eagles, uh, cap a, a, a it, feather in their cap. Y- yes, it was That's the phrase. It, it was their literal masturbation moment <laughs> where they're like, ah, climax. <laughs> um, and if you want to be part of uh, next week's episode, I mean, buckle up. We are really going uh, into the highway to the danger zone with alien versus life. Yes. 
going back to horror finally yeah (laughs) after so long away from it but we still get to stay in our flight suits we still get to stay in our flight suits hey we tied it in we did it (laughs) we are accidentally connecting threads here yeah we we yeah. are we are moving with themes that we don't even know exist yet. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you. I'm so yeah. sorry. Bye for now, everyone. Bye. Bye.